W-H-U-P-L-P Hillsboro. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a good friend of mine in the building today. We've got Nikita J. the Poet. She began writing at the age of nine. Her first poem, A World in Tune, that was the first poem she ever wrote in grade school. It won first place in her first competition, the first poem. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm bringing you Nikita J. and 2015 Hip Hop Artist of the Year, De Facto Thespian. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a great show for you today. After this instrumental, we will get to our interview, we will get to our music, and we will get to our poetry. Spoken Stories is on deck. Attention poets and those who enjoy poetry. You are now in tune to the world's definition of arts. Listen as being our body as our features are our hearts. In honor of those who came before me, I welcome you all to Spoken Stories. And ladies and gentlemen, I've got Nikita J, 2015 Hip Hop Artist of the Year, De Facto Thespian. We are about to rock out today. Nikita, how's it going? Hello, how are you today, Will? It is going great. It is going great. It's such a pleasure to have you here in the studio um, you and I have known each other for quite a long time, so I really appreciate you taking the time to come here to Spoken Stories. Um, I know that you don't necessarily live that close to me, so I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I appreciate everything that you're about to do on this radio show. Listen to this. Y'all have no idea how much y'all about to enjoy this. Well, thank you for having me, and it was a pleasure to be invited. Oh, yeah. Um, so my first question for you. With you being a poet, with you being a mother, with you being somebody who works all the time, how do you balance being a feature artist with being a mother and just finding time for yourself? Well, for me, one of the most important things is planning. I have to have a schedule. Things have to be set up ahead of time. And basically, you have to just stick to the schedule as much as possible and always leave a little room for error because, of course, things happen. So with that scheduling, do you schedule time to practice your poems or do you do that while you're driving or your lunch break, maybe shower time or before you go to bed? Um, where do you um, input time to write and um, to kind of go over your poems? Well, it's funny that you say that because I do practice a lot on my commute. I record my poems and I play them back for the ones that I have memorized and that I'm currently working on memorizing. And I also come up with new poems while I'm driving sometimes so a lot of times my alone time in the car is one of my best ways of getting that work done. So you sit there and evoke that creative process even as you're sharpening uh, some poems is what it sounds like. Absolutely. Oh yeah so um, first poem written at the age of nine uh, a world in tune um, is that something that kind of stands out for you that you will never ever forget the title of that poem or um, give me something about that memory how that kind of stands out for you. Well, it's so relevant today because I spoke about the things that we're fighting with today, no hunger, drug-free, things like that that I spoke of in the poem are still relevant and still struggles today. And I was at an age where I didn't even 
know the true significance of how bad the world being in tune was or how much of an issue that was and still is today. So the relevancy of it has grown with me. It's so crazy and it's frightening uh, for you to put a poem together at the age of nine uh, with a world in tune, just talking about our inadequacies as people. And then um, now it's something that is still uh, relevant. Do you find um, it hard to continue to write about that particular topic or do you find that like a needed necessary? I feel that personally, every issue that affects me, I write about it, whether it's happy, sad, world issues, personal issues. So I really just write and I don't necessarily care about whether it's relevant or not. If it hits my spirit as an artist, I feel compelled to write. Oh, I definitely understand. I, I definitely, um, and I appreciate how you answered that that question. Um, I am going to really enjoy thinking about that throughout the rest of my day, that you wrote a beautiful poem at the age of nine uh, about how the world is fighting itself. And still to this day, we still see so much of that. It's almost uh, like an epiphany, but not much has changed, um, unfortunately. Not, not much has changed, and it seems like we're going to continue to go around the same cycle of fighting each other as we're trying to love on each other. That's true. They always say it's nothing new under the sun. So you have to remember that as well. Oh, yeah. We've got Nikita J here at Spoken Stories, WHUP of Hillsboro. Um, if this is your first time listening, we're about poetry. We're about interviewing the poets and we're about great hip hop, R&B, just great music in general. And today I've got 2015 Hip Hop Artist of the Year being my musical feature of De Facto Thespian, an amazing guy handpicked by the poetic feature herself. Before we even get into any poetry or any music, I, my, my next question for you is why De Facto? Out of all of these artists that I know for a fact that you know, why pick De Facto to be your musical feature? So, um, being an artist, I enjoy all genres of music, everything from classical, Yanni, the list goes on and on. So, one of the things that stood out about DeFacto to me was his wordplay. And if you listen to any of his work, it's seamless. You can just, I love the use of words, the double entendres, and the things that make you think outside the box. You can tell that his mind is revolutionary in his thought process. And I was just impressed with the way that he rhymes, actually. It was just, I was like, wow, this is good artistry. Oh, yeah, he does it the right way. I love how we preluded it. And I'm going to let y'all listeners just sit there and soak on that, that you know you got you a lyricist that you're going to um, listening to when it comes to this music that we're going to play for you today. Um, but let's get into some of this poetry. We got Nikita J in the building. Um, just an amazing, I love seeing her perform, just the passion and that voice that y'all already hear. But just imagine how she's about to put that together through these poems that she's going to share with us. Uh, so I'm, I'm a uh, welcome to this microphone, somebody that y'all have already been introduced to. But I'm going to introduce her again. We got Nikita J. She's about to open up some poems for us. Thank you. So this one is entitled, Kiss Me. Kiss me. If you miss the chance, write me a eulogy. Don't come to my funeral empty-handed. Write me a poem, a haiku, whatever literary form it takes to make my spirit understand why you acted as if my apology was not good enough. I couldn't get it through to you that I carry you in my spirit. I considered your survival as part of my arrival. I considered you. 
I made a plate at a table for you, even though I didn't know if you would make it home. I wasted time for you, gambled with non-renewable resources just to have a chance to please you. I only wanted to be. So I'm going to try to send this apology to you via my spirit. Maybe the reality of my finality will somehow provide me divinity. Pardon me. While I whisper to an eagle flying by, I pray he serves as my carrier pigeon, allowing you to see this message. I'm hoping that since you no longer speak to mortals, you will at least make peace with the universe. Maybe one day you will see while visiting the sea that I was not lying just roaring like ocean waves breaking against the hardness of this life. I only wanted to use what was left of me to season you, and maybe that was the problem. Maybe you only wanted to be a garnish. Maybe you didn't want me to provide you with this flavor. The edges of your dish, I was only considered decoration. You saw me as green and curvy, not realizing that my flavor was dominating until you accidentally mixed me into your portion. After that, you blamed me for having a flavor that I always had. Sorry again, I thought you knew me. Well, the new me will only whisper to you in passing like songbird. Say hello and I care through silent falling stars. Maybe one day you will speak to me again in your soliloquy. Thank you. So many, so many, so many quotables in that particular poem. I consider your survival part of my arrival. I only wanted to be. I feel like that's one of my favorite lines in that particular poem because you stopped right there in that cadence and that pause that you put right there. Like you were solidifying that. I only wanted to be. And then that pardon me as I whisper to an eagle flying by. That was amazing. Um, did you share that poem or write that poem with a particular person in mind? Well, I actually wrote it with a particular personality type in mind. I love it. I love it. Not just one person, but just a personality type. I like that. Yes. That personality type is one that, let's see, when you have friends and you have different types of relationships with people for me personally, you're going to have those disagreements, but you should never let that disagreement discount all that you've done together and built together and experienced together. Wow, that's some wisdom right there. Please continue to go. I like that. Yes, and I'm not above an apology. I will apologize for anything that I feel I've done wrong or that someone else feels I've done wrong to them, but to not be allowed to have your apology heard, it's very, very discouraging. And so that was my way of healing through writing that poem. And so honestly, I feel if this person or if that partner or friend, if they never apologize to you or if they never accept your apology, it's kind of like a slow death. Oh, yeah, it does hurt when you um, have some sense of um sincerity or a sincere apology and somebody doesn't accept that um, I, I definitely can relate to that and I appreciate you um, sharing that poem um, especially with it being so heartfelt I love how you said this wasn't just a poem that you wrote you wrote that for a particular personality and the story behind it and that relinquishing that apology yes we got we got Nikita J in the building um, that voice 
that voice and she's just so professional every time i've seen her just the way she carries herself she is a um, class a class act and i just thank you so much that poem the voice how you welcomed it with the thank you <laughs> <laughs> thank you we got nikita j in here um we get to this musical artist we've got de facto thespian um this first song i'm gonna play by him is called higher uh learning and it's off his album available on all musical platforms burgundy skylines you can find it on itunes google play spotify all musical platforms if you like this song and i know for a fact that you will go ahead and shout the um young boy de facto thespian some love but we go get into this music it's called higher learning by de facto thespian and here we go the facto Yeah, pass me that raw tray over there. Let's go ahead and put shit down. Uh, how to really cross my mind, ho? How you really think this time is different? I don't wanna lose my mind more. Trying to picture to me, it don't make no difference. I don't really like your vibe, bro. Talking about we can make this vision work. I go berserk, ring alerts. My time on me until I jerk. You can sell my merch. Don't leave about my driveway. Wonder what the hell we are. While I'm speeding down the highway, handle Raleigh, then be jolly. Cause I'm making money sideways with some kids that go to college. They wallets holding dollars. They wanna support me, then divorce me. How I let money endorse me with no loyalty. Probably in your cubicles. Too cute to know you do and don't a lot. A lot. For these games, no time, but it ain't no real. No need to acknowledge my name. Leave me shaking like a violent cocaine. Bed frame and look a lot like low main. I don't even really want to go there. High price women never leave us so fair. It's no fair, it's no fair. I didn't really cross my mind. I didn't really cross my mind. Had it really cross my mind. Had it really cross my mind. Uh, you win it for the collars of fame. Valor holler for brain. Type nigga, you that can't talk. IG posting on the catwalk. Still in quotes. I get it. You speeding like an NASCAR. No, you don't. Been a fly, but no, you won't. Been posting songs on Twitter. Facebook, IG. Now you think you don't preposterous. Your music make them vomit. My song go gynecologist. You did like Grundy Solomon. That crazy lady swallowed this. Tap up for me one time. While you're singing, you were sounding like you tongue tied. Walk up as a gun line. Shots fired, you be lucky if it's one line. I'm saying, why don't? You would like it something with a weed but we blow. Let it hit you like a Pico. We don't like it when you let your pee show. Struggling like you've been to people, we ain't seen you. I say, Lord, you look so off course. Like you need a cause. In the quorum, how you think you fly? I'm fresh out the mall. I submit, they ain't been much to conquest on. No landed zone. Landed from this altitude, it's manic. Cause I manage boy. Being high and letting all my madness show. Display how I don't care about your sin. Single or your stamp of hope. I go from a I'm, 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 I
the places, taking no chases, up with the majors, and H.I.A.S. Inside the erasers, they got the papers, getting that paper, we smoke with the neighbors, they call us the places, taking no chases, up with the majors, and H.I.A.S. Inside the erasers, they got the papers. You just got done vibing to the facto thespian with that higher altitude. That man is a monster when it comes to his production and his lyricism and just his vibe in general. De facto thespian. Go ahead, let me let, let me let you know a little bit about that young man. De facto thespian, 2015 Hip Hop Artist of the Year, a lyrical prowess. That man is a monster. Uh, last year he released his ambitiously triumphant album Burgundy Skylines. Uh, more recently he has performed and shared the stage with Rakim, Nappy Roots, Well Money, Joshua Gunn, Audio Push. So many artists that this young man has featured with. If you are looking more to know about DeFacto Thesman, you can find more about him on his website, D-E-F-A-C-T-O-T-H-E-Z-P-I-A-N, DeFactoThesman.com. And again, that man is a monster. We will play some more music of his later throughout the show. Um, Nikita, what do you feel about that one? Amazing. Just I'm the- telling you, his lyricists, his performance how he presents it to you is seamless yes I, I agree it is definitely seamless i feel like you and i was in here vibing out as the microphones was off and we was listening to that just kind of vibing to that beat and the flow that he has with it thank yes. you de facto for that it's so crazy de facto and i performed at the hip-hop um, versus poetry event he was the captain of team hip-hop and i was one of the um members of team poetry uh, with me representing poetry and poetry end up winning shout out to poetry shout out to queen sheba out of atlanta who pushed that show on and it was just hilarious for my poem bashing hip-hop to get appreciated by de facto we kind of dapped up afterwards and was just like man you ain't have to kill us like that but it's all <laughs> love especially when it comes to competition absolutely that was a great show yeah I, 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 yeah you were there i think yes. uh debrita was there you were there church the whole fam was there so it was great to not only share the stage with de facto but for the family to be in the building and appreciating that poem and just the entertainment in general that show is always live yes 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 are you you mentioned that you are a fan of all genres of music do you have music for different moods? Do you typically gravitate towards hip-hop, new hip-hop, old-school hip-hop, or maybe some more subtle R&B? Like, what is your go-to music, which you're going to ask Pandora or your Alexia to play for you? Well, that's a very good question. <laughs> um, I don't typically stay in one genre. I kind of do a mix. But some of the things I look for is very intricate lyrics or something that may touch my spirit and kind of send my energy in that direction. Depends on what I'm feeling. If I, if I want to dance a little bit or if I want to get in a sensual mood, it just depends. Um, I love, for mainstream, I love Beyonce, Miguel. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jay-Z. Um, I feel like Miguel's one of my favorites right now. Yes. I just it's it's so hard for me not to enjoy Miguel because he has this different flavor with a flavor vibe about him. He's not trying to fit into no mold, but exactly. and, and his music is just so great. 
do you listen to music and then write or write and then listen to music? Maybe the two coexist. Do you do it at the exact same time? How do you get into that vibe so you can feel like writing? Um, actually, I do a combination of both. Uh, if I'm trying to write a specific type of poem, then I may kind of try to listen to some Miguel, some sensual type music, or I may sometimes even listen to classical music so I can have a free range of thought mm-hmm. and just kind of brainstorm and whatever comes to mind kind of go from there. My writing process, my style is very erratic. It's not uniform, which is kind of opposite of how I try to conduct business and live the other side of my life so when it comes to my creativity I kind of just become free so I really have never looked at it and tried to standardize it I kind of just let it vibe off of the energy and the mood and the moment a lot of times if I'm really upset about something I can really write a very emotional poem about it and then I'll go back later and kind of tweak it but I'm very driven off of emotions, honestly. I can say that. Oh, yes. I definitely can understand that, too. With um, with you being a member of the poetry community, um, I, I see you on the open mic scene quite often. Do you have this goal of yours as a spoken word artist for you to step on stage and recite this poem? And as you leave the stage, do you have a goal that you want to leave the audience with? Like, I want them to know this about me or this particular fitting about this poem do you have something that you want to leave your mark as a poet in this community that a lot of times depends on the setting um if i'm doing a foreplay show for instance i may want to leave the audience in a very um how can I say a sensual mood mm-hmm. or a loving mood or I want to have them ready to experience and engage with things in their personal setting. I want to kind of prepare them for that moment. Um, if I'm doing an inspirational type setting, I may want to leave the audience with inspiration or with some hope or that spirit that they can overcome adversity, whatever their adversity may be. And I can actually speak from a lot of different experiences that I've had. And when I do that, I do want to show them that you can rise above adversity. You can rise above heartache, disappointment. You can rise above and be that queen or be that king that you aspire to be. Oh, yes. I appreciate you leaving your audience with that, because so often we need those subtle reminders, letting us know that we can be what we want to be, that we are a lion. Uh, We don't have to be a sheep that we can overcome and we are triumphant. So for your poems and uh, persona to evoke that, I really, really appreciate that because it's needed. It's um, a pat on the back and some encouragement goes such a long way. And for you to be a lyricist and an entertainer and to really embody that wanting to give that feeling of triumphantness um, to not just one person, but I've seen you perform in front of hundreds of people. Um, sometimes City Soul, it is jam-packed. And these foreplay shows that you mentioned, shout out to church. Um, for those of you who do not know, the foreplay shows are um, a more adult, risque crowd where you can go there with a nice date uh, with your friends and enjoy some more sensual sides of poetry with 
the um, dancers in the background and really get a nice vibe and something so classy that church puts together so shout out to church napoli he was a feature on some of the um earlier shows Um, but yeah shout out to him shout out to you for um putting on that persona because it is definitely needed it is definitely needed i've said it before us poets years ago with neanderthal times somebody had a bad day and they would say go talk to nikita (laughs) <laughs> Ma, I'm serious, serious. A, 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 a child was having a bad day and the mom was cooking or the father was busy building the house and they'd say go talk to Elder Nikita she's going to give you some words that make you want to get through the day or it's going to let you know that you are great because right now I'm a little too busy for those words that I need to give you so I feel like as poets that we were those storytellers we were those wise men or wise ladies that really brought the tribe up so nowadays with you making sure that you're saying be triumphant, be great, or be sensual, feel sensual, feel loved for you to gift that to us. I really appreciate it. Yes, and to me, it's important to be comfortable in whatever you want to exude. If you want to show that sensual side of yourself, become comfortable. If you want to instruct or lead, be comfortable. If you want to teach, preach, heal, be comfortable because at the end of the day, the words will heal some part of you or make some part of you that's broken feel whole. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you just need to be able to express that, hey, I'm broken. I feel this way. But you won't always feel that way. Oh, you will not always feel that way. People listening, I hope that you took some notes on that one because I was real. Um, You mentioned that you are a fan of classical music and and R&B and um, local music. Is there any particular artist, whether it be local or mainstream, that you would love to work with? Wow. Um, hmm. That is a question. You have me a little stumped. Oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a loaded question. I love. I love when my guests have to ponder. So, that, that lets you know how real it is. I'm, they're not just sitting out splitting out answers. They're sitting here thinking about it. So I really love when that uh, audience has to ponder. When my guest has to ponder. My apologies. Well, this may be a little bit different, but I honestly would like to work with Yanni. Yanni? Yes. Um, I fell in love with classical music by him years ago in high school I wanted to be in marching band but um, I couldn't make it work but I would still watch them practice and a lot of times they practiced and they performed with Yanni music and so I just fell in love with it a lot of times we always listen to music with lyrics because that's what's norm but for me I enjoyed that classical where I can have my own thoughts and kind of create my own vision from what I hear. So would you want Yanni to engineer a instrumental for you to perform with, or you want to be in the studio with him kind of collabing so you know how that beat's going to ride with your voice? I would do either. It would be an honor. <laughs> <laughs> either would be an honor. What's well, yes. going to be an honor for the guest? Uh, you are know right? We're at WHUP of Hillsboro. Uh, you're with your host here, Poet Laureate of uh, Hillsboro, North Carolina, Endless Will, William Davis, I've got Nikita J, 2015 Hip Hop Artist of the Year, DeFacto Thespian is our musical feature. we got an amazing show going on you for you right now, and I'm going to ask you, um, beg you, 
will get on my hands and knees and beg, but I got this uh, his headphones on. I got to make sure I speak into this microphone, but can we please get another poem? I would be honored. <laughs> so this poem is actually about my son, and it's called Little Boy Brown. Awesome. How old is your son? He's about to be seven. So, yes. And what's his name? Jonathan. Jonathan. Shout out to Jonathan. Uh, he's about <laughs> to be seven years old. You need to understand that your mom's out here working for you, young man. It's not too many people who has their name. Shout out on the radio by the person that gave birth to them. So shout out to Jonathan and shout out to you. Thank you. So I'm going to get into this piece. A stranger walked up to me, touched my swollen eight months pregnant belly and said, this is a blessed child. And after seven years, I know this to be your truth. You are a full list of hope, a list of Christmas wishes. You are the promise of tomorrow received a day early. Mm. You are blessings. You are strong arms. You must have strong arms. They will bear the weight of transgressions you won't even recognize. Be patient. It will take some time to understand the depth of your spirit. You were conceived in a whirlwind of passion a tornado of broken promises, but you still have the calmness of the eye within you. You will soar. You will be completion. You are bravery in battle, peace in war. You are my love child. You are a lesson learned, a promise fulfilled. You are forgiveness in the midst of sin. You are my proclamation. Never doubt the shine in your armor. It was made to protect the innocence in your heart. Time is yet to reveal the treasure you are to earth thank you oh my goodness gracious just the words that you spoke into existence for your young man you are strong you need you 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 have strong arms you need strong arms just the words that you spoken to him have you shared that poem with your young man yet i plan to soon that is awesome i have a poem that i have about my daughter and i wrote the poem maybe when she was like four or five months old, and I still share it. She's gonna, she just, uh, actually, she will be 10 on the 31st. My apologies, uh, Janaya. But um, I felt like she didn't understand the poem until like two years ago. As many times as she's heard it, like she cried two years ago listening to the poem because just the passion I have for her. So I can't wait until your young man hears that poem, and then I can't wait till your young man understands that poem yeah. because that is powerful, especially coming from his mother. Absolutely. And we have to speak life over our lifeline. We do. It's important. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Because our kids are us. And just the path that they take is a representation of us. If they grow up and they be knuckleheads, it doesn't matter how successful that we are. I'm starting to realize that now. Um, fortunately, I have kids who have good grades or whatnot in school. But if I teach at the exact same school that my son goes to. And it makes me um, think. If my son was failing in his sixth grade class, how would the school appreciate me teaching seventh grade class? Because they would—that would be a reflection of me. Absolutely. So I—I um, I appreciate him so much for that. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, we're going to get into this more music from de facto thespian because it seems like um, my throat is about to fall off of me. So let's go ahead and get into some of this music while I can clear my throat because I don't want to do that in y'all ears. We got The Groove Part 1 by de facto thespian right here on this amazing radio show, Spoken Stories. Go ahead and vibe with us.
Uh, life on the line. Hope you choose me. Big lips, smooth feet. I just wanna stay a party all night. Come groove with a rapper for life. I don't be thinking she mine, and she mine, and you mine, and she mine. I make it right in due time, in due time, and she mine, and you mine. Ah. Walk the back, hanging on walls as I'm cooling. Life is too chill, I'm pursuing. Not many bras that I lose. One is like karma recruiting, looking like dreams that I was quite often living. I'm often off in the scenes, started walking the skis. Thinking she feeling me, passing the energy. Like Benny D, now she clapping the eulogy, staring down at the jeans. Call her Uber and leave. Now we grew for the team. Yeah, life on the line. Hope you choose me. Big lips, smooth feet. I just wanna stay a party all night. Come groove with a rapper for life. I don't be thinking she mine, and she mine, and you mine, and she mine. I make it right in due time, in due time, and she mine, and you mine. I'm music bumping soft. She teasing down. I feel the apple. We peeling the skin, removing all. Gotta remember, we at my homie's crib. Other women standing in line for the bathroom, been texting, deleting all. My other man's playing space with the homie. Man, my homie's man getting mad cause we phony. We getting drunk and all we could think about is driving back while it's late or sitting down and getting cozy. Mosey, but she talking about where she live. Guess I'm not gonna live saying goodbye to the homie. Sit in the car, rather be sick in a bar. I'm blasting heat while I found me a gold. Now the vibe is set. She reached across the car like her eyes are stretched. Hypothesis Can we hit my crib and flex? Put my Addy in. Will she undress? Uh, life on the line. Hope you choose me. Big lips, smooth feet. I just wanna stay a party all night. Come groove with a rapper for life. I don't be thinking she mine, and she mine, and you mine, and she mine. I make it right in due time, in due time, and she mine, and you mine. Yeah, you mine. That was de facto thespian with the groove. He let you know that you mine. Shout out to de facto. I can't say enough about that young man because he is fire. Fire, fire, fire. Durham, Raleigh, Cary, the Triangle area in general is producing so many dope artists, whether it be musically, poetically, or um, artistically. So many good things going on in this area regarding music. That's what this show is for, to let you know what's going on in the area and the music that you need to be listening to if you can't find nothing to vibe to, because the facto thespian is definitely one of them. We got Nikita J., she just blessed us with another amazing poem. Um, she handpicked de facto when I seen that she emailed me and said she wanted de facto to be the guest. I couldn't do nothing but smile and approval because, like I said, I'm a big fan of this young man. So I appreciate that my feature is a fan of him as well. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. we got He's pretty cool. He is definitely pretty cool. The personality. If you look at him on his Facebook, um, de facto thespian, by the way, you're going to laugh. As soon as you see his profile picture, you're going to laugh. And that just shows you how cool he is because he don't care about nobody besides music. He does he does not care about opinion. That's one thing that makes me a fan of him. Um, Nikita J. Yes. Nikita J. Why poetry? Why pursue something to the magnitude that you pursue it and make it be poetry? Why not be a literary writer? Why not be a graphic um, novel artist? Uh, why not um, be a blogger? Why not just sit in front of your computer and just talk about your day? What makes you um, put poetry in that um, in that space? Poetry saved my life. Mm. Say, that again. Say, say that again. Poetry saved my life. 
in the lives of others. Hmm. I'll elaborate. Um, Instead of reacting to a lot of situations that I'm faced with, over the years, I tend to just vent on paper. Um, I don't like confrontation. I will if I have to, but I don't like it because the energy is off. Mm-hmm. And you're reacting to be reactive. And it's not anything that you've thought about or that you've cleared your head. And once you react, you can't take those things back. So I always try to take a moment. And when I take that moment, a lot of times poetry comes out of it. Poetry is healing for me. I can't speak for anyone else, but for me, it's healing. It's kept me in a level place. It's kept me from hurting myself, from hurting others. And it's my survival. Wow. Wow. You mentioned um, to me before that you are um, ready to put a book together. And I hope that in that book that you have some foresight or um, an introduction to your poetry. With that being said, um, just to let the readers know that this is not just a art form for me, that this is life saving because it brings depth into what you are doing. And the listeners, I really hope that you are paying attention because, again, Spoken Stories is not just bringing you the bedroom writers who are writing poems for themselves and no knock on that. But we are bringing you people who embody this art, this art form. And she said it. Poetry for me, it saved my life. Um, and it does so much more for me is what this uh, beautiful lady says. So listeners appreciate that because she's not just giving you poems. She's giving you so much more of herself and letting you know that this is a life saving um, form of art for her. Absolutely. I I can, I can attest to that too. I feel like as poets that we have no choice, but to write, I am pretty sure that there are days where your feet are tired and your body is tired and you just want to lay in your bed, but your mind needs to get that release on that pen. It's not necessarily saying you are going in on a poem, completing it, but you are at least starting that or maybe even finishing a poem that you started before that your brain has gotten used to getting that release out. And that's true. I have so many partial poems is numerous on notebooks, in my phone, everywhere. It's amazing. And then sometimes I'll go back and read and I'm like, oh, I don't like this anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yes, poetry everywhere. Poetry everywhere. I've got that word tattooed on my body, so it um, it definitely means something to me. You mentioned that that first poem that you um, wrote was when you were nine years old, um, and that's when you were in grade school, elementary. Were you also a poet, a performing poet in high school, or did you kind of keep it to yourself? I kept it to myself. Um, I was very, very quiet in high school I didn't do a lot I was in some clubs but as far as being vocal or outgoing I was very much reclusive I honestly can see that nowadays too because even on the scene your greeting is a smile Um, you're not necessarily running up to somebody and being all excited to see them like your greeting is still that let me stay in my area and I'll greet you with a smile It, it is very approachable I do appreciate you being very approachable but it's not necessarily talking 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 it's from what i notice of you is you are a great listener 
and you engage in the conversation with listening in mind first. So I can see how you say that you were shy in high school. Not saying you're shy now, but you're not necessarily gung ho to look at me, look at Nikita, look at Nikita. Yes, I'm not crazy about being in the limelight, honestly. And when it comes to the difference between being that person that loves to talk or the listener, I am the listener. I'm the one that most of the times people will gravitate to for advice or, you know, they just want to talk. They want to be heard. I am a listener. And so as I've gotten older, I'm trying to figure out ways that I can do that for people, be more of a listener. So I am going to be a life coach eventually and just take things to a more intimate setting and be a listener because a lot of people want to talk, but there are not a lot of people that have the ability to be quiet long enough and listen. And also, I discovered that I'm an empath, which also brings a whole nother element into my listening. Um, taking in those emotions and I'm feeling other people's emotions just as much as I would feel my own. So it's a heavy weight. It really is. Oh, yes. That means that you really have to be subjective and you have to uh, monitor who you are letting into you because you don't want those bad vibes to come off to you. You do not want those bad vibes to come to you. We're here at Spoken Stories, WHUP. I got Nikita J. She's letting us know about herself, about her creative process, about her as a kid and her son. Uh, She's really giving you a lot of herself and letting us know why we need to write. It's healing. It saves lives. It has saved her life. It has saved my life. For those of you who are not fans of poetry, um, I ask that you reach out to one of us and find out how can you get more involved. This young lady says she's going to be a life coach, so she's going to be mad because I'm going to put her links to the website, (laughs) to her information on the website. So when you need somebody to listen to, (laughs) to listen to you um, talk, go ahead, click that Nikita J on that Endless Will website because she's going to listen to you. We're going to get into some more music um, by de facto thespian. I got another song, and then we're going to get into some more interview questions, and we're going to get into some more poetry. This song right here, I loved it the first time I heard it. I usually close out with a song. But right here, I wanted to play this one for y'all early, and we go close out just with some conversation. But right here, I've got OK by de facto Thesbian, another hot one, straight off the wire from his album, Burgundy Skylines. Let me know what y'all think. De facto. Tragic. People knew me 
Got the niggas over dancing, I'm sorry To the people that know this, but sorry's ain't for sorry That won't hold it, my hope these rapper bars are still your focus Change ride, even braggadocious Make believers out of the hope Can't believe, so can we know this Work a man, don't be a vulture Can't sell pot, trying to scout for the change On the wild, everything okay Boss man yelling, bitch, I wish you didn't come Tell homeboy, man, don't play Girl, you just a face I stay on the stage Generation, we can see all that refine everything. That was okay by de facto Thesbian. A perfect song. As soon as I was about to play it, Nikita said, I like that one. I like that one. Let me tell you how cool de facto is. I reached out to this man and I said, Hey, let me get three songs so I can play on the radio. This man sent me his whole album, clean version, so I wouldn't have to chop it up. And he said, hey, go ahead, keep that. Listen to it in the car with your kids, because I know you got kids. So that's just how dope he is. This man has music for sale. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, uh, wherever you stream your music, you can find DeFacto Thespian. Amazing videos on YouTube. Um, amazing Facebook page where he's keeping you up with the shows that he has going on. Follow, follow, follow DeFacto. Follow DeFacto, because DeFacto deserves fans. Um, he already got enough of them. So ain't, if you don't, you ain't hurting his fan base. But I'm letting you know, you go enjoy that, man. That's the truth. Yeah, that is definitely the truth. Uh, Nikita, I got a, I got more questions for you. And uh, more, I got another poem um, that I re- re- would really love to hear from you. Um, so before I get to that poem, my next question for you is, um, why, why choose to put yourself in the area with the Raleigh-Durham poetry scene? I know that you live in like Zebulon Nightdale. Uh, why put yourself in that in that um, scene? What what's so special about that scene that you want to be a part of that? Well, um, honestly, I'm not just in that scene, but it is the closest scene to where I'm geographically located. That but makes sense. Um, I actually travel a little bit, and um, I get into the scene. I've gone down to Kenston. Mm. I've uh, been in Greenville with um, Zion Promotions a few times, uh, Greensboro, I rock out with them, Charlotte, even out of state, I've been to Baltimore, Awesome. Albany, New York, Awesome. Texas, New Orleans. I don't mind going where the poetry is. If I got the money, if I can make it happen, I'm there for the poetry. I love it. I love it. Like I said before, and I've said, I'm going to keep saying, we don't just bring you poets who write in their bedroom. Um, this young lady has spit out states and so many different areas where she has gone and traveled and invoked herself in the poetry. So I really appreciate you taking the time to do that because I am 1,000% sure the people in New Orleans that <laughs> seen you recite poems, they left after after you left and came back home. They know for a fact who Nikita J was. You probably got some uh, Facebook friend requests and all of that because you are a blessing to poetry. Thank you. Oh yes, can we can we get some more of that blessing? Let's get one more poem. Okay, here we go. I remember the first time you broke me. It was sixteen hours of labor on Thanksgiving Day, and I was thankful for the smell of your sweet skin. The second time you broke me, it was 16 years of labor. In an attempt to break free of your demons, you broke our bond, your mind immature. You unable to understand the complexity of a mother's love. You wrote letters of goodbye. No dear John expressed that you had decided I would not love you if I knew your truth. 
This was your escape route. Your mind, young and unable to understand the truth of a mother's love. A mother's love is bones cracking under the pressure, childbirth, pain, insomnia, sacrifice, commitment, unconditional love, prayers, hope, everlasting. So I sent people to look for you. I searched for you. Your soul wounded, you returned to me. Emptiness in eyes, a hollow shell of transgressions in need of my love and repair. You were surprised that I cared. And then I inserted unconditional healing ointment into the atmosphere for you. I remember the third time you broke me. It was the 16th day of November, 2015. You walked away from my home. I couldn't believe that you wanted to be gone. So I fought extra hard for you. My spirit breaking, my desperation chased you across neighborhood yards. I reached out for assistance from the other creator of your life. This only created more strife. And you made it back that night. But it was at this point that I realized I was losing you. Our relationship officially on life support. November 2016, this will be the last time you break me. After trusting you, after bending under the pressure of your lies, my eyes covered with the blinds of your manipulations, I am seceding from our union. I should have already seen you slipping away from me. Sadness seeps out of me like tears. This is the final assault. You had chosen your path, unpaved and unrocky, without road signs, despite the GPS you were blessed with in your birth. So go. I will no longer ask you to stay. I vowed to love you regardless of the fact that you seemed to hate me. And one thing I never understood is why did it seem as if you hated me? I now understand that you didn't hate me. You hated that I was your reflection. I was proof of everything you had the ability to be. Wow. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. So just a little brief info about that poem. Um, I have a soon-to-be 21-year-old daughter. And if anyone has children, and if anyone has children in the teenage range, you know that there's a struggle that happens between them and reality and their parents. And I'm happy to say that today we have resolved all the struggles that we had between the age of about 15 and 17, and I'm thankful for that. But it was a struggle nonetheless, and I had to write about it. Yeah, I love that. I love how you said you don't hate me. You just hate that I'm your reflection of what you can be. Absolutely. Yeah, that line was so powerful. I feel like quite often we do battle with those people that are holding us accountable in the sense of they know the greatness that you can be. So um, that poem was extremely well written, straight to the point. There was no way for anybody to articulate that any different than you're talking to somebody that you love so dearly and they are fighting your love. That, That poem was very straight to the point and beautifully written. Thank you for that. Thank you. Has she um, has she heard that poem before? No, she hasn't. Well, I'm going to email her this link. So <laughs> I'm going to email her this link to this show so she can hear this and let her know that how much you care for her. And um, I'm actually a little nervous about that. My son will be 12 um, tomorrow, uh, March 26th. He, he turned 12. I know that this show is pre-recorded. 
um, but he he turned 12 March 26th, and uh, I'm a little nervous in those upcoming years uh, because high school and teenage years, like you said, it kind of changes a person. It kind of manipulates the person that they are supposed to be. So I'm yes. a little nervous about that. It is a hormonal chemical change that takes place along with the stimuli of life around us and our environment and social media has really made parenting a struggle. I will say that honestly. So my question is, with the turmoil that you expressed in that poem, what helped mend that particular relationship? Because you said right now with her being 21 that you all are on the same level. So um, what kind of helped that? Give me some give me some uh, words of wisdom that's going to help me. So for me, I, I'm not religious per se, but I'm spiritual. So I believe in getting in touch with your spiritual insides and just dwelling in on positive thoughts. And one of the things that really helped with that was regardless in my spirit, I prayed for her. I spoke life over her. There was times that I didn't talk to her for a very long time, but I, I sent her positive energy. And honestly, if you raise a child the best way that you know how and you give them a good foundation, they'll come back. She's already been back in the sense that she's like, I understand why you said certain things. I understand why you did things a certain way. And she said, I'm sorry. And I love you. And those words are the best healing ointment for a damaged relationship is I'm sorry and I love you because it was with sincerity. Wow. And you said that in the beginning in the sense of the appreciation and the love that you have for a sorry. So I um, can't even express how genuine that you have been on this show. You opened it up with saying how much you appreciate a genuine apology and you are ending it with that exact same thing, saying that I love an apology. So for your daughter to approach you with um, acknowledging the wrongs that she did, I'm pretty sure that it did light up your life because you just let us know that that means something to you. It does. And then her actions have been consistent with her apology. People take for granted the impact of consistency in whatever you do, whatever you say, however you act. And if you can't do something, just say, hey, I can't. But for people to not offer a response for the lack of participation or whatever the issue may be, that is one of the most discouraging things for me. That is a pet peeve for me, if you will. It's not the fact that you can't or that you struggle at completing what you said that you would, but that you don't even acknowledge the fact that you didn't do it. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I, I have a, um, two more questions for you before we close out. Okay. Uh, we're coming up on our closing minutes. Um, WHUB, Spoken Stories of Hillsboro every Wednesday from 6 to 7. If this is your first time listening, make sure you tune in every Wednesday from 6 to 7. If you can't, you can um, stream us on the website, WHUP. It's also available on my website, endlesswill.wixsite.com. 
com slash poetry and you can find um, information on upcoming shows and that's where you can find the links to the artists that we feature and of course there's going to be a link to Nikita's Facebook page so for those of you who want to reach out to her and um, purchase that book that she's coming out with soon and really just become friends with her because she's a person that you need in your circle she already told you that she's a listener um, two more questions for you what's the most interesting thing about you I was a well, I grew up as a vegetarian vegan until the age of about 20. I was born and raised eating grains, fruit, nuts, if you will. And um, a lot of people don't know that because now I kind of eat an all-inclusive diet for the most part. But I'm gravitating back towards that because that's what my body knows is a staple. So I think that makes me feel better when I eat more wholesome and not so much meat. So I think that's one of those little known facts for me. Oh, wow. I swear that that is really amazing. I just had this conversation with my wife in the sense of how much better that we would be as a people if we only ate the things that we were supposed to, like carrots help your vision and and beets help your heart and um, oranges give you vitamin C. If we were to really, really, really pay attention to the food that we ate and get those natural nutrients, Oh, yeah. I feel like we would be steps beyond and I'm a um, like a hypocrite, I would say, <laughs> because I eat anything like I eat anything. I love good tasting food. Um, so it's just like it's just an idea that unfortunately I know that I probably wouldn't make happen for myself because I'm too used to eating the nonsense. But you can always make some small modifications here, or there and uh, supplement uh meat substitute a week or two you know just try stuff you have to be open-minded with it oh yes my last question before we close out um, you mentioned everything that you've got uh, that you've done in the sense of the states that you've traveled to and the stages that you've performed on and uh, my next question is what's next for Nikita what, what can we look for um, coming from you next well, I'm actually very excited to announce a joint venture with um, Miss Dahlia 22. She's uh, my best friend of 20 plus years. And um, we will be coming out with our own brand, if you will, uh, Poetic Divas LLC, where um, we're going to incorporate some new projects. We'll have some books and CDs together because we honestly have some of the best conversations and come up with some of the most interesting poem concepts just having random conversations together. So we're going to start capitalizing on some of those good conversations. So um, we're going to be official. Our LLC is already complete. Uh, we have a wonderful logo that we're going to start showcasing very soon, created by Fuse, uh, the poet, phenomenal poet in the area. So shout out to Fuse. Thank you for that. He's also an amazing graphic artist and photographer. So we've collaborated with him. We gave him our idea for the vision, and he gave us a wonderful product that y'all will see very soon. Uh, so I'm really excited about that. Um and we're going to, you know, basically come up with some show concepts and just have a good time with poetry. Perfect. Perfect. Um, I thank you so much for being a guest 
on our show. I'm, I'm looking forward to that Poetic Divas. I'm very familiar with Miss Dahlia 22. Um, I just told y'all I love y'all friendship together, 22, 20 years plus. That's amazing. Uh, we've got Nikita J. Bless the mic for us. Let us know how amazing she is and the things that she's got going on as a parent and as a artist. Um, de facto 2015 Hip Hop Artist of the Year. Spoken Stories. Thank you, Nikita, for coming on. Thank you for having me. Deuces, listeners. We out.